Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm going to be your host and producer this evening, Logan Landers. And join me to talk about the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Houston Texans in NFL Week 5 action is Mr. Football, Vincent Turner. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, how you doing today? I'm all right, Vincent. I'm all right. Uh, we'll talk about the Falcons in just a second, though. You want to talk? Hey, if you want to enjoy the rest of our episodes we've done in college, NFL, check us out on Facebook and on YouTube. We go live each and every single week. Some tremendous game previews, legend interviews, you name it, you can find it on our channel. And of course, check out our podcast as well, weekly episodes. It's just an audio format for all the episodes you're watching here or you're listening to here, available on all of your major podcast streaming platforms. Well, let's get into it. The Atlanta Falcons are currently sitting at 2-2 two and two on the season. And uh, Vincent, I have just one number to give to you, and that number is 13. Well, 13 is the number of points the Falcons have scored in the last two weeks um, after looking really good the first two weeks. I mean, can we put it on jet lag perhaps last week? They had to go all the way out to London, uh, so maybe. But when you take a deep dive at this team, uh, I mean, you got Desmond Ritter, of course, being your, your main guy at our center. Who knows for how long people are already getting mad at him, get the pitchforks ready. Uh, on the season, <laughs> 744, 62% completion percentage, three touchdowns, three INTs. has been sacked 16 times. Just really can't seem to get it in the second gear, Vincent. Not sure what's going on there. It, I mean, we mentioned uh, last week's episode previewing the, the Jaguars game how the offensive line just has not looked right for the Falcons for some odd reason uh, here lately. Looking at your team, obviously the strength is going to be the rushing uh, rushing core. Bajan Robinson, he's looked nice. He's been a, a very much a bright spot uh, for, for the team. 318 on the year. Still waiting to get his first touchdown as a running back, but maybe this week, we'll see. And of course, Tyler Algier, really good, uh, really good player as well. Had over 1,000 yards last season. We'll see how many he can get this upcoming year. Receiving core. Vincent, wouldn't you believe it? The top receiver in terms of yardage is Jonu Smith, the backup tight end. Not Kyle Pitts, not Drake London, Jonu Smith. I, I had to make sure that my computer wasn't messing up when I saw that. So that's your top receiver, 179. Robinson, your running back, 134. Then you get Drake London, number three, with 126. And Kyle Pitts, fourth on the team in receptions with 121. Uh, in terms of touchdowns, you got Drake Lennon with on your way with two. Pitts has still got none. Robinson's got one. John R. Smith, he's got none. So I don't know, man. This Falcons offense, it looked great two weeks. The running game was on point. The passing still was kind of iffy, but the running game made up for it. Here these last two weeks, they have desperately needed to get something going on offense. But let's talk about the defense, what they've been up to. As we know, Jesse Bates, the big offseason acquisition for Atlanta, signing for a ton of money. So far, he's leading the team in tackles with 32. He's looked really well, as we all know, leading the team in interception as well with three. But he is the only person, Vincent, on this team with interceptions. He's got all three of them. When you look at sacks, that's something the Falcons have really struggled with in I can't remember how long in terms of finding someone who is consistent at getting to the quarterback. David Onyemata, he's leading the team right now one and a half. Behind him, Lorenzo Carter. Caden Ellis behind him with one as well. So this team is just its frustrating, Vincent. It really is frustrating because um, we all know how Falcons fans are here. We, do, we broadcast live from the metro Atlanta area. We know that these teams, that these fans are invested in the Falcons. 
people are already calling for Arthur Smith right now. And man, it, it's just not a good look for a team that in two weeks, everyone had this team. Oh yeah, we're going to be looking good. We're looking great to what do we do next? Some people are saying we need to find a, a better backup quarterback or find put Taylor Heineke in there, sign a veteran. I'm not sure what to do. Give, us your, give me your thoughts on the Falcons and, and just so I can get my therapy session out the way. You know what's so great about doing these podcasts and uh, being on Facebook Live? You can say what you want to say. Yes, sir. Uh, over the years, I've tried to be very professional in what I really present our product here at 100 Yards Football, and I give much love to the people that's been part of this. You has been a major, major acquisition and success in us moving forward. Of course, of course Jeremiah Long, of course, Bobby Butler, of course, Mark Bass, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Denim, and then, of course, Ronnie Keebler. Um, I said going into this football season, I was going to be a little bit more honest from the heart. And Mark Denham, who does great work for us, said, I need to let it rip on a lot of things and get your, pers- your, your personal feelings involved mm-hmm. in this. Arthur Smith, the head coach, is from my hometown of 901, Memphis, Tennessee. His dad is the CEO of FedEx. I was excited when he got the job. I like what he's doing because he has success over this offensive coordinator with the Tennessee Titans. And I'm still going to bag him, even though everybody wants his head. And the thing that I really admire him about is that it looks like he's going to show the loyalty to his quarterback, Desmond Ritter. And I kind of understand that. You don't give up on the young man just because he's struggling. But then I understand the fan base questioned a lot of things that Arthur Smith did with him not playing them last uh, in the preseason a lot. And then especially last year when I thought that maybe Desmond really deserved to start after the Falcons last year winning the Cincinnati and lost with Marcus Mariota under the center. But we had a, we had a I want to say, serious point in the Falcons organization. A serious point where Arthur Smith is going to go with a head coach and definitely a serious, serious claw and point where Desmond Ritter, whether or not he's going to be the starter for the Falcons starting this week for head on. He has to play well against the Houston Texans on on Sunday. No matter what, if the Falcons running the football or not, he's got to play better. It's no question about it. And I like the young man. Remember, this was a young man that's a senior in Cincinnati, put them on the map and went in the South Bend and beat touchdown Jesus and the Notre Dame fighter average, who was rated at the time. He won that football game and got Cincinnati to the college football playoffs. To me, I think watching him play over the last few weeks, especially this year, I just think he's putting too much pressure and he's playing scared. And in the National Football League, at any level of competition with football, your quarterback got to play well, Logan. If your quarterback doesn't play well, you're not going to win. Uh, I was looking at Desmond Ritter's stats last week. He was 19 to 31 for 191, one touchdown, two INTs. Against Detroit, he was 21 to 38 for 201. Against Green Bay, 19 to 32 for 237. Carolina, 15 to 18 for 115. That's not going to get it. It's not. Um, we could talk about the Falcons being an excellent running team, but we're seeing the offensive line has struggled. They've struggled. That's been surprising. Um, but for you to move in and start stating that you're in a playoff 
conversation, your quarterback has got to start having some 300-yard games. And the Falcons went out there in the previous two drafts and drafted playmakers. B. John Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. These are young players that are very good at their position, had a lot of production on the college level. It's all about Desmond Ritter, man. The defense has played lights out. The acquisitions that they brought over in the offseason, Jesse Bates has been the best safety in the game. Calais Campbell played very well last week in London. Jeff Okuna came off, the family came in and got some time and played real well. Caden Ellis has played real well. So we cannot argue about the defense, but I'm not going to rip Desmond Ritter because I still believe in him. But I will say this, this is the game of his career and the game of his life coming up against the Houston Texans on Sunday. Make no bones if he struggles. And I've heard so many, man, so many rumors out there. Mm -hmm. Right now, the rumor is the Falcons on the back channel right now looking how many picks they can really put together and get Justin Fields and bring the hometown boy home from the Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. Now, I heard some buffoon. <laughs> this is for you, Mark Denham. Uh, there was on the car letter 680, a former quarterback at Georgia that was killing them bringing Justin Fields here. I'm going to say this to you, man. I tried to respect you, but look what Justin Fields did at Ohio State. And you trying to question his ability to throw the football? He got Ohio State to back-to-back -to -back college football playoffs. And then in his last game, when he was at Ohio State, not his last game, but the semifinal game against Clemson, go look at the film when he had talent what he did against Trevor Lawrence. Then look what he's had in Chicago. Nothing. Then in his second year, he had over a thousand yards rushing. What has Justin Fields had on the outside? And then you took away one of his best playmakers in Chicago. You didn't want to resign David Montgomery. Look what he's doing in Detroit. He's bowling. You took away two of the best defensive players. You didn't want to resign Raquan Smith. And Khalil Mack. And I'm looking at Chicago fans cheering for Caleb Williams. But I tell you what, mm. that's a lot of teams wouldn't mind taking Justin Fields right now. And I don't want to put it out there that Atlanta should get rid of Dancing Ritter for Justin Fields. But we got to be realist here. Reality. People jobs on the line now. That's very serious, Logan. The Falcon fan base is out there. And when you look at it, I went out there and saw them practice in the summer, and I thought this was a playoff team that could easily win the NFC South. Mm. But to make a short story and make it realist as I can, it's the quarterback position. Desmond Ritter, I'm behind you, brother. I know the pressure's on you. I know you're watching. You're trying to stay off social media. You got to hear them talking. But, man, you got to get it together, man. And this game is about confidence. That's what I'm seeing with the young man from the University of Cincinnati. The Falcons got too much talent offensively, and you're not going to win, and you got to put up numbers, man. And you got a football team that's coming in here that's shocking the world under the Marco Ryans. The Miko Ryans, I'm sorry. The Houston Texans are going to be over there at the Mercedes-Benz Dome on Sunday. And they looking. And they looking to go three and two. And they got some pretty good young football players. And the one thing that they have, 
See, when the draft came up last, this past spring in 2023, everybody was so high on Bryce Young. And I understand that. But the one thing that concerned me about Bryce Young was his statue. Could he withstand the punishment in the National Football League? Well, he's out right now. And then I'm looking at the head coach, Frank Wright. And I'm saying to myself, do Frank Wright, is he on the same board, the head coach with the Carolina Panthers organization? Because it had to be somebody that wanted Bryce Young, number one overall. Because think Mm -hmm. about Frank Wright. He had Matt Ryan, who's a big, tall quarterback in Indianapolis. He was an offensive coordinator that had Nick Foles and won the Super Bowl. Then he played in Buffalo on the Jim Kelly. All that one Bryce Young statue. But you look, he had C.J. Stroud come up there twice. And they don't take C.J. Stroud. And now I'm looking, reading stories and hearing through social media. That's who he wanted overall. And let me tell you something. There was a lot of people that was putting a lot of bad blood out there on C.J. Stroud. I think they were talking about his wonderlick test. They were talking about, hey, he won uh, processing for certain NFL teams. But let me ask you something. He came out of Ohio down to Ryan Day. Yeah, he played with NFL talent. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, you got to be special to play with NFL talent on the college level. You got to be special to play at Ohio State based on the fact that you're following Dwayne Haskins. You're following Justin Fields. Two guys that went in the first round. And now look at California, Yahe. Then it was saying that Oh, he's struggling in the preseason. Oh, and De- uh, DeMarco Ryans went and named him a starter after, the, I think, the third, the second preseason game. I believe so. And everybody's, oh, I died, look at But you know what? I'm looking at him right now. The Texans are two and two. And C.J. Stroud, right to me, is the best rookie right now in the National Football League. Key stats, six touchdowns, zero interceptions. I don't mean to be taken over the second you talk about the test, but I'm just saying, go what he did with the Jaguars. He beat Trevor Lawrence two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Texans win 37 to 17. He beat Kenny Pickett in the Steelers last week. Had over 300 yards in both games. Then you're looking at the Texans, man. Will Anderson is coming home. Dutchtown product. He's already got three sacks on the year. Derek Stingley is still one of the best corners in the game. Tank Bell, I ain't even mentioned him. Mm. That's why it's critical for Desmond Ritter and the Atlanta Falcons to really play well on Sunday. At the yes. Falcons and Desmond Ritter, I'm going to say this. If he doesn't play well and the Falcons lose, then you're going to see a very interesting week next week. Mm throughout the city of Atlanta concerning the Atlanta Falcons. Very simple, man. To me, the game, the pressures on the Falcons and Arthur Smith, jobs are upstate now. People staying up at night now. And let me tell you something. The Falcons, if there's a really doesn't really get it together and start playing well, you got to take in the assumption. And everybody's saying, well, we need to go with Ta- Taylor Haneke, I think it is his name. Mm-hmm. Okay, he had the big win on Monday night over Philadelphia. What has he done since then? Philadelphia didn't want to keep him. He couldn't beat out Sam uh, Howe. 
He's a gentleman. So he comes in and plays poorly. Then, you know, Arthur Smith, I'm behind you 100%, but you're going to be in trouble, man. My thing is, is right now, let's cheer Dash and Ritter, and let's hope that he get it together against the Texans on Sunday. But if not, I'm looking very strongly. It's for you. I'm not going to call your name, but you was one of seven in the national championship game against Notre Dame. Herschel won that football game. Stop killing Justin Fields, fool. Go out and get Justin Fields and bring him back home, and it'd be like Michael Vick, too, in Atlanta. That's all I have to say. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talking about the Texans real quick, as you mentioned, C.J. Stroud's looked very impressive this year. Uh, a lot of people were pegging him as the front runner for the rookie of the year for offense, and rightfully so. He's looked really well, hasn't really struggled a whole lot. Only blemish he's had is just 11 sacks, but like you mentioned, 6-0. and Six touchdowns, no INTs, looked really good here as of late. And he's throwing it to guys like Nico Collins, Tank Dell, Robert Woods. I mean, they've got the Texans coming into the season. We knew that they it felt like they were kind of turning a corner, Vincent, with a new head coach, brand new draft picks, a lot of guys they picked up in free agency. But they have looked really sharp here these past two weeks after starting out the season 0-2. Their defense, like you mentioned, Henry Toa is putting in some good work there, along with Derek Stingley Jr., some other guys as well with Christian Harris, Jonathan Grenard, Shaquille Griffin, Will Anderson. I mean, they've got a lot of young talent on this team. And Houston, I mean, let's not get it twisted, Vince. I know we're only a few weeks in, but they're currently first in the AFC South. When not a lot of people had him had them get a whole lot of wins this year. So give, give me your final prediction for this game. Who's winning and who's losing this matchup on Sunday? Well, I'm going to stay with Arthur Smith simply because he's from Memphis, Tennessee, a 901 guy. Um, loyalty is a big Big thing in the mm-hmm. water down there in the Memphis. I'm going to stay wide to smell the Falcons. Got to have a win 24-21. But as I said, if Desmond Ritter plays poorly, there's going to be jobs on the line. And I'm talking about from head to toe. And that's basically all I got to say, man. The quarterback has to play well, man. He's got you, – you cannot win with those numbers. And I think last week what really shocked me was that how poorly Desmond Ritter played. But mm-hmm. – I think it wasn't the scheme. It wasn't the players. It's just a young man is not playing with confidence. And that's got to be something within. No knock on Desmond Ritter, but when you come and you play at this level, each week in the National Football League is pressure. Each game is different than any other sport. Mm-hmm. Each week, it's like you got to play at a high level. That's why you got to respect the Patrick Mahomes of the game. Mm-hmm. You got to respect the Jalen Hurts of the game. You got to respect the Lamar Jacksons of the game. And you got to respect the young man out there, man, and is playing very good football, Mr. Mm-hmm. Tua. Buffalo, Josh Allen. Just like look what's happening in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is injured. Look mm-hmm. at the Bengals. They won what, one and three on the year? I believe so. You're not going <laughs> to win in this level if your quarterback doesn't play well. And in the in this game, it's a passing league. You got to make plays in the passing game. You got too much special talent out front. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, B. John Robinson. These guys are really good, good, solid football players. Yes, sir. Final score for me in this one. I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to have the Falcons scoring a season high points. I have the Falcons twenty eight. 
and I will have the Houston Texans with 17. Hoping the Falcons can get together on offense this week. Uh, like, like I mentioned earlier, past two weeks, we've only put up a combined 13 points. That is not going to get it done. Is this week going to be the week? Well, we want to hear from you, our fans. Please drop a comment. Also, be sure to like and subscribe on our Facebook and YouTube channel so you don't miss a single episode. And check out our podcast each and every single week under 100 Yards of Football, any podcast streaming platform you prefer. As always, Mr. Football, Vincent Turner, it's a pleasure talking to Atlanta Falcons football with you, my friend. And we'll talk to you guys again on another. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.